Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a follow on Facebook at facebook.com slash thegaragerockshow. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week, Dahlia, joining us once again. What's up? And Carmen, good to have you back. Thank you for coming. Thank you. I just moved this microphone. Oh, that's fine. (laughs) Just throw it around there. (laughs) Charles, good to have you back, man. Thanks for joining us. I'm back. He's back. Um, shy <laughs> Good stuff, man. We got lots of things to talk about, lots of things to get to. Real quick, this past week we have hit a new milestone with over 1,100 total plays on Anchor FM across nine different platforms. In less than a year, we have hit this significant goal. Thank you, listeners. I uh, want to shout out a couple of these. I don't know if you guys heard some of these um, places that people have been listening and entering our contests for our text club, uh, such as... St. Paul, Minnesota, Kansas City, Missouri, Overland Park, Kansas, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, Clarksville, Tennessee, Gainesville, no. Florida, wow. Syracuse, New York, Phoenix, Arizona, Kalamazoo, Michigan, Boise, Idaho, Manville, Louisiana, Bowling Green, Kentucky, Wasau, Wisconsin, Augusta, Georgia. These are all numbers on our text club that these people have entered for these prizes. So you know, Kalamazoo. you know, I I feel horrible because those the, you know that that happened the weeks that I haven't been here. <laughs> So it's it's kind of telling me something. No, there. no, this has been a gradual thing. There's over 70 entries into the contest so far, and uh, it's been over the past month or so. So uh, that's as long as I've been gone. Well, <laughs> I just started it this year. This new text club thing. So thank you guys for responding. Of course, if you'd thank like to you. enter this week's giveaway, just text the word audio. That's A U D I O to 68683 for this week's giveaway. It's good for the month of February up until February 28th, 2019. So yes. enter the uh, the word audio to 68683. Get your uh, number into the drawing for your choice of either the Long Strange Trip, Untold Story of the Grateful Dead Blu-ray, the Very Best of the Doors 2018 Remastered CD, or Pink Floyd, the Early Years Blu-ray DVD-CD combo. Just text the word audio to 68683. Yeah. All right, this week's Billboard new releases. Uh, lots of new stuff, actually. This week, um, things start kicking in gear in February as far as uh, artists releasing stuff. We got some new things from Bad Flower, Dream Theater, uh, Gary Clark Jr. Um, who else here do I recognize? My son's really in a Bad Flower right now. Yeah. Um, who else? Overkill. Wow. Oh, cool. wow. Okay. Uh, the Wings of War. That's uh, probably the first new album from Overkill in quite some time, I would imagine. Uh, Sleaford Mods, cool group from the UK. Uh, the Clennon, uh, excuse me, the Claypool Lennon Delirium, which yeah. is Sean Lennon and Les Claypool, their collaborative album, South of Reality. Oh, nice. So very cool. Check it out. We played some stuff on the garage uh, from it. So Lil yeah. Pump, Lil Pump's got a <laughs> Harvard dropout, and he spelled Harvard H A R V E R D. Yeah, well, I know what you dropped out. <laughs> uh, some sad news in the rock news as we kick it off today, as uh, Peter Tork has died. Um, he was 77. He was, of course, the bassist for the Monkees. Oh, and yeah. He was, uh, you know, in the 60s throughout their uh, recent tours. He was very active. Died Thursday of unknown causes, which is kind of suspicious when I was reading that. I'm like, huh, hmm. I wonder what that means. Um, so they're just maybe just hmm. trying to be private about it, but I, ev- I know it'll probably eventually get out how he passed away. 
Um, his sister confirmed his death. Uh, he played lovable dimwit on the Monkees TV show, but in real life he was an accomplished songwriter and performer that played on many of their key recordings, wrote several songs for the group. He was diagnosed with the rare tongue cancer adenoid cystic carcinoma oh, wow. in 2009, but he made a full recovery and was back on the road with the Monkees in 2012. Um, looks like he gigged with them through 2016 when he was sidelined for reasons that he never explained, so... His sister has the most British name for oh, any no, woman I've so ever seen. so good. I think it's pronounced, actually, Torkelson. Yeah, Anne. Anne, Anne Torkelson. Torkelson. But, like... Wasn't there a show called yes, The Yes, I was going to say, mm-hmm. we can't pass this by without saying Billy Jean Torkelson or whatever the kid's name was. It was, like, Billy Sue. Yeah, Torkelson. Billy Torkelson. And the, the Torkelsons. Yeah, who was the lady on that thing? I forget. She was, like, a redhead. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that song, I it was, like, that. people say God looks out for the working man. Oh, <laughs> yeah, nice. Sure. Hope he's looking out. Nice. She would be in her window. That's awesome. She yeah. would talk to the man, the in, the man in the moon. And yeah. she's yeah. like, I got this dress at a thrift too, store. Oh, yeah. He said, Love the Torkelsons. <laughs> yeah, they had Border Hodges upstairs. Border yeah. Hodges. Border Hodges. And then they did like this revamp where she gets married <laughs> yeah. and they combine families. Oh, yeah. And that's that's, where, right. that's um, called Almost Home. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What is her name? Um, that's what we were trying to. I don't know. No, but, not the mom's name. Oh, the but girl. Oh, Sue. Brit- wasn't Brittany Murphy? Brittany Murphy. Yeah, she was yeah. on that yeah. second version of it. She yeah. played like the sister of the dad, the rich family yeah. that, that they, they lived with. Into, huh? Yeah. Well, there you go. Nice. Torkelson. Nice. Back to Rock News. Uh, check out this new headline for a new festival. It's called The Bash. The Bash. And it's coming to California. With Rancid, Pennywise, Suicidal Tendencies, L7. L7? Madball, H2O, and Sharp Shock. And oh, noise. nice. Um, a short Sharp Shock. It's going to be... Sharp Shock. Like, I don't know if you guys remember last year, that Sabroso Festival that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, it was a, what it is now, it seems to be a trend, is it's a craft beer tasting. Mm-hmm. It's unlimited and it's free. Paid with your ticket admission, nice. you get a little cup. And you could go around kind of like the uh, sausage yeah. and suds deal. Oh yeah, that and was then, cool. And then they yeah. just have music too to where, yeah. and they they cut off the beer. I think at like three o'clock. That's what people want, man. You're charging people eleven dollars for a Bud Light. You know, yeah, you have yeah. good beer and as much of it as you want for the cost of your insanely priced ticket. Right. Yes. That you've already done. You Absolutely. Know? So I think that's yeah. why these things are gaining steam, and I hope to see more of them because it's a great idea. Steam, for a good one. You know. Yeah, beer, that's good. Steam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An anchor. You know, it used and to steam. be steamed, made with steam. <laughs> <laughs> that was a. Call it a steam. Yep. Uh, all right. More rock news. Black Keys drummer uh, Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> it's not Patrick Dorkelson. Billy Sue, get him. <laughs> uh, Patrick Cardi. He's got a new band. It's called Sad Planets. Aww. Uh, yeah. Mm. Sad Planets. Sad Planets. <laughs> like uh, Pluto. Like, it's not a planet anymore. I'm Pluto. Oh. I'm a sad planet. There you go. Maybe that's what it's based or on. Or maybe it's just like the Earth is dying, you know. Yeah. Bad. Either or. Mm-hmm. Very emo. Mm-hmm. And super emo. Planetary. Uh, so he's teamed up with another guitar singer. It's like he just loves these kind of two-piece bands. This guy's name is John Pet- Petkovic mm. from the group called Cobra, Cobra Verde. Mm. And they're set to release their new album titled Akron, Ohio, April 19th. Dinosaur Jr. frontman Jay Massis makes an appearance uh, on it, which is kind of cool. They're both Akron, Ohio natives, so they named it after that. So. You know, that's an interesting story because let me digress a little bit here. So. Mm. 
Back in the 70s, I was part of a covert operation, a military service. I can't really talk too much about it. I was going to say. Yeah, you want to put this out there, Charles? But I am, I'm, wow. I'm going to put it out there only because uh, my call name, and in, in, in any minute now, somebody's going to bust through the door and take me away. But that's perfectly fine because we're, we're on the garage. Was it Cobra Verde? It was Cobra Verde. Cobra wow. Verde. That was my call sign. I heard that. I heard that in, through the dark web. That yeah. Cobra Verde was a very you know influential oh, kind yeah. of lay low figure. I know? was mysterious. And then uh, Cobra Roja came after you. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it never as good as Cobra Verde. Cobra. And I always smelled like Nagchampa. <laughs> I was always burning it. I had it between my fingers. I have a pistol in one hand and Nagchampa in the other. We did all kinds of cool stuff. Serpent, we toppled entire governments, yeah. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Uh, Alright, more rock news. Check out these guys. Motley Crue unveils the first trailer for The Dirt. Have you guys seen this? Okay, so this is the, gets, the this is coming out on Netflix. It's a um, Motley Crue biopic. Oh, with all ladies? <laughs> that's the one, right? With all ladies? No, they, no that's is... the play. That's the play. No, no, no. That's, remember that? You're talking about a Broadway. Thing. Oh yeah, the Broadway thing with the yeah, play no, where they no, all. No. Oh, okay. No, that's different. No. This is the new Netflix uh, movie that's going to be coming oh, out. Okay. It's called The Dirt. It's based on the book that uh, Nikki Six wrote called The Heroin Diaries, where he kind of talked about. A lot of the stuff that Motley Crue went through. And so they picked these uh, <laughs> young actors to portray a young Motley Crue. And uh, it's coming out on Netflix next month. I that think. looked like Nigel Tufnell in there. Mm-hmm. Nigel like, Tufnell. Oh, <laughs> right? <laughs> it did. Kind of looked like him. So what do you guys think? Would you watch this? Just Maybe. based off of this trailer we're watching here. You guys can check it out for yourselves. The trailer's online for The Dirt. Uh, it looks kind of interesting to see, like the maybe the kind of story, you know, how it starts. Uh, but yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, the, tra- the trailer's out there. Okay. All right. Their hair looks great. <laughs> it does. Their I hair mean, looks great. It, That's the one thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that hair is fabulous. I think. Right. I mean, that does it. That's good. I really like the font on that Netflix sign on the bottom right-hand corner. It's all in corner. the details, you know? It's yeah. All... It, you're <laughs> right about that. And Jason was pointing out some things like that's very similar to the set they used in on that tour. And he was pointing out some things that are, you is, know, Oh, is this the, uh, the... 80s party he's going to throw? Is, is this what he's going to be featuring? Yes, yeah. He was okay. talking about doing a kind of 80s uh, dress-up party and watching this when it comes out at his mm-hmm. house. And all of our listeners are invited <laughs> to that <laughs> yes. party, yeah, by the right. way. Just tell them that. Thank you, Jason, just tell for them being that, so welcoming. Yeah, oh, just sure tell them, knock that. three times on the door and tell them that Cobra Verde sent you. <laughs> and Jason will appreciate it. Cobra be like, Verde. what the hell are you talking about? Be like, come on in. I know that guy. Uh, good shit. <laughs> he saved my family. All right, more uh, rock news. Uh, update on the new Blink-182 album. Travis Barker talked to Billboard about it. He says, quote, I'm really excited because we're about 70% finished with our album. I feel like this is the closest we've come to something like 2003's Blink-182 since that album, which is one of my favorite Blink albums so far. Mm. Um, he also mm. compared the upcoming set to that effort, and he explained, quote, I feel like 2016's California was similar to 1999's uh, 1999's Enema of the State and 2001's Take Off Your Pants and Jacket reestablishing the band, giving fans what they really want and expect from Blink now that we got that out of our system, naturally we're not writing like that this time it's more experimental hmm. so that could be either good or bad, right? Like, yeah. if, uh, you know, I don't know uh, I wonder what they mean by that 
So I don't know. I I always thought Travis Barker was a kick-ass drummer, but Blink One Eighty Two was kind of a poopy band. They fell. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. They kind of aliens. Apart. <laughs> yeah, he actually. Yeah, he was all. He got like oh, yeah. a UFO Explorer of the Year or something uh, last year by the UFO Society because well, he deserves it. That's an honor. He's into <laughs> aliens, man. Uh, They're all honor. into aliens. Um, I thought this was a cool story as a fan inspired ACDC's Angus Young to donate to the uh, Canadian Alzheimer's Society. Oh. Yeah, it it was pretty cool. He donated $15,000 to the Alzheimer's Society of Ontario after hearing about a Canadian fan's unusual fundraiser. This guy's name is Steve McNeil. He lost his mother and his mother-in-law to Alzheimer's. And he's been traveling across Canada to skate for 19 hours and 26 minutes in each of the county's NHL cities raising awareness and money for local Alzheimer's societies. Oh, okay. He says that his effort is a tribute to both his mother and Angus bro- Angus's brother, Malcolm Young. Of course, Malcolm Young co-founded ACDC, but he died from dementia at age 64 two years ago after the illness forced him into retirement oh. in 2014. So, My, uh, my great-grandma died of, uh, of Alzheimer's, and I, I'll tell you what, it is horrible to watch. Yeah, and it and it takes years. I mean, it was like a decade of just it was crazy. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think it's great that he's raising awareness and donating money to help fund research, so we can you know find a cure for that, uh, uh, and hopefully not have to deal with that so much in the future. Do you have low energy, fatigue, a case of the moon days? Do you feel stranded, alone, and lost in the bleak void of primitive human existence? <laughs> Longing for an ambrosia that will perk clarity and pull you from the dull sludge of your dismal life and family? Ball Jack's the key. Made from a patented blend of a thousand milligrams of taurine for the drive of a true Ball Jack champion. 300 cc's of caffeine stack. 5,000 milliliters of ginkgo biloba. Helping to stimulate the brain and regain the memory loss as a result of drinking Ball Jack. <laughs> Plus 20 cardiograms straight from the delta thorax of a living Malaysian tiger. Wow. And an ounce of pineapple juice concentrate. Ball Jack will transform you from the pathetic, lazy, stupid, idiot slob that you are right now to something akin to a Busta Rhymes hype man in just seconds. <laughs> grab the intensity. Grab the heat. Grab some Ball Jack right in the Ball Jack. Available at participating local motels. Copyright thegaragerockshow.com. All rights reserved. Winton, California. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonials from Nancy in Huskogee, Wyoming. <laughs> Come on, Nancy. No, no. <laughs> See, she's she's just she's so jacked out of her mind right now. She can't even yeah. properly put to words, Charles. Just listen to the non-forced consumer testimonial from James from Red Eye District of New Jersey. James, how do you how do you feel about Ball Jack, James? <laughs> James, who's playing James? Has James is jacked out of his mind right James. now too. He can't even put it oh, into words James. either. <laughs> Ball Jack, guaranteed little to no teeth loss. So, all right, moving on. On this day in music history trivia, February twenty second in nineteen ninety two, this band performed <laughs> on Saturday Night Live for the first time, and a member of this group sabotages their performance by performing erratically on live television. Was it A, Soul Asylum, B, Blind Melon, or C, the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Oh, man. What do you guys think? No one knows the answer right off the bat? I kind of I kind of have a feeling like I know the answer. All right, Dahlia and Carmen, you go first. What do you think? If you had to guess. 
purposely sabotages. <clears throat> I mean, I think Red one, Hot Chili Peppers. Only one of the members. It was only one of the members of the band, I'll tell you that. I feel that like much. Red Hot Chili Peppers behave pretty erratically in general, like yeah. especially okay. in the early 90s. Like, I mean, I can imagine Flea like being like an, a total <laughs> asshole. Doing something, like, I don't know. That, okay. that would be my guess, just because they're crazy anyway. But okay. in '92, like uh, Blind Melon, you know, they're like going through a lot. Mean, though, right? All of these they're bands sorta... played in 1992, <laughs> so I, I, I looked it up. I to, to make it more, you know, accurate. I picked some bands that were all there that year, so they all performed there. But Blind one Melon of them seems too mellow, you know. They're like Shannon Hoon, though, was a wild man. He was yeah. a, on heroin and pretty wild That's too. That's so what was I was thinking. Melon. And so was the Soul Asylum front guy. I, uh, I don't even know. I forget his You know, name. I'm not. I'm not going to go with Soul Asylum because I hate them so much. <laughs> and, um, did they and, leave you far behind? And, and, yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. Oh. I hated the lead singer's voice. He drove drove me crazy. Um, and I'm I'm going with Blind Melon, and only because um, David Crosby is not an an <laughs> answer co- a here. Fueled David Crosby. A coke fueled David Crosby. He is was not. banned uh, immediately. <laughs> he, was, he was the first one. He was the first one. They didn't even let him in. He was the host yeah. that night, and they didn't even let him introduce no. because a coke fueled David Crosby <laughs> found the nearest palm tree on the set of SNL and crawled up to the tippy top. Doing push ups. I there. think the lead singer of Blind Melon, didn't he die of a heroin overdose shortly yeah, after? I'm going this? with Blind Melon. Okay, uh, well, I'm not sure. I think it was 1993 when Shannon Hoon died, but yeah. It oh. was around this time, yeah. I'm going to go with C because Flea's a maniac. You think it's Flea that was the one that purposely t- sabotaged yeah, I'm going to go out and I'm going to give a specific name because I don't know <laughs> the band mem- members of any of the <laughs> other bands. Ketis. Maybe he was on, he was a heroin addict. Yeah. yeah. They all I think were. they all were. Yeah. yeah. Under I the think bridge, they all were in ABNC. Yeah. Yeah. That's where all he... I can say yeah. is that my life is pretty plain. <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah. Okay, so let's see uh, who it was. We already saw. It is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Here is the performance. I actually had to do some research to find a video of this because it's been taken down by NBC. So is Anthony the one that fucks it up? No, John Frusciante is the one. Really? Look at him play the guitar. And he's just doing that on purpose, and he's like waiting. He's not even playing it right. And Anthony's looking straight at him like... He's like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, watch. And then he starts doing this thing where he starts, like, screaming into the microphone. It's pretty... The lead guitarist? Yeah. They must have gotten into a fight right before. Well, I'll read the little history uh, behind it. Let me see if I can actually... He looks this. so young right there. That's crazy. Oh, no. I know. Uh, and Will Ferrell looks young, he too. Looks like a, like a child. <laughs> yeah. Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell of course. Chad Smith, the uh, doppelganger. Yeah. Yeah, he's is. looking pretty young. I know. Back when Will's hair was long and brown. <laughs> it grosses me out to think of them all doing heroin together. Ugh. You know, it really, it's crazy because <laughs> this kind of goes to show you that as, as far as you, as you go... You the the record company really takes so much of your of your revenue that you still can't afford T-shirts. Right, right, <laughs> right. Just those half Goes sleeves you. there. Well, Good you can call. afford sleeves. Wanna, is yeah. he gonna start messing it up? Yeah, he's already been messing it up really bad, like in terms of just playing the guitar chords and the the parts. So people are. Is this when he got kicked out of the band? Yeah, this is, is when he this? quit the band. He quit it in the middle of the Japanese tour. 
shortly after this, I think it was like six months later, they went on tour in Japan, and he just quit in the middle of the tour. Does he play the guitar at all? Is he just a vocalist? I think he does. He doesn't play an instrument. No, I don't think so. He does weird shit and tries to beat up uh, surfers. (laughs) 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 FBI agents. So some people are expected, uh, speculating of, about this video if he was actually just so fucked up on drugs. Mm-hmm. Like he was super, yeah. he was a junkie at the time. And to me, it kind of looks like it. Yeah, it looks like it. Like, fucking just focused his on body his position. Yeah, yeah, like his yeah. body position. He's just they probably like had to go find over. him by the tracks and bring him on. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right? The, I'm trying to get to the part where he starts screaming into the mic. Like yeah. he's just like... Yeah, where's the part with the dead babies on the ceiling? <laughs> I can't watch that. Oh my god! It's pretty rough, right? Train spotting. That's like in the like in the, the Sopranos when he kills that dog. I hate that. You he's know, just like, when uh, Chris just he like sits on the dog or whatever, and he's all stoned and seems like he's trying though. You don't think he's see how he's screaming into he's the just mic? Freaked out, yeah. He's Seems like, like he's crying. Oh, yeah. yeah, so you don't think he kind of purposely did it there? Maybe yeah. he maybe he was genuinely oh, fucked man. up. And... It, sound, it looked like he was fucked up. Yeah. 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 So, anyway, that was on this day in 1992. <laughs> uh, that, that, after that, the, wow. the Chili Peppers uh, pretty much broke up, and it was, uh, yeah, it was... Not not too good after that. No, that's um, crazy. Yeah. Did they so. they got back mm-hmm. together though after yeah. that? Well, yeah. Well, Dave Navarro joined the group after uh, that, and then after Dave Navarro was actually even kind of screwed up around that time as well, he quit the band, and then John Frusciante was supposedly sober and joined the band back uh, in 1998 or 99. Oh. And that's uh, that's the message here is don't even take heroin. Somebody's gonna offer you drugs. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't just gross. don't do it. Because you're going to mm-hmm. get addicted to it. Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Just yep. don't do don't it. Don't mm-hmm. do it. So there you go. Don't do it. Dare. Like a slogan. Like, I dare you not to do it. Dude, on. check this out. <laughs> this is um, uh, a guy, freshman basketball. Moving on to sports minute. This is oh, a... Oh, yeah. Di- his shoe. Yeah. So did you guys see any of this where his shoe, no. his shoe blew out? And Obama's like Whoa. in the audience. Yeah. Going, his shoe exploded. Yeah. Now look, look. <laughs> It said his shoe, his his shoe, shoe. blew out or something <laughs> like it. Uh, there was shoe. a quote. Um, I think it was a shoe. <laughs> but check this out. It's kind of painful to watch the poor guy. I mean, here's the deal, though. It's the shoe's fault. Like, yeah. it's, like you got to think those guys at Nike. It's, the it's never the fault. shoe's fault. <laughs> How does your shoe just, like, split open like that? There's no way he was putting an un- yeah. like an inhuman amount no. of pressure on it. No. You know, like, that's weird. Yeah, and that's it, like the craziest Scooby-Doo ending ever. It was the shoe's fault. <laughs> but apparently he's okay. <laughs> no, right? like, it was just like a mild sprain or something they're saying now. It's not going to like be a career ender. Yeah, it didn't tear his ACL or so nothing crazy. For that. It's, not they, like it, it's not like an Anderson Silva. They pull off the mask. It's the shoe. It's the shoe, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's old man's shoe. And I would have gotten Got away, away with, with it. it. Wasn't for you meddling kids. You meddling basketball players from Duke <laughs> University. All right, check it out. Watch it. Watch it here. Watch his shoe there. Look at the sole just separates from the bottom wow. of the shoe. And his knee just starts sliding around. And Whoa. Yeah, pretty crazy. It's that, man. Kind of paused. Too bad he already signed the contract for the endorsement deal. 
I kept seeing the headlines this morning that said like shoe exploded, and I'm thinking like those old like Reebok pumps, you know? And I'm going like, right. how can a shoe explode? Did he over? Well, I, <laughs> I, when I, I saw that as a headline, and I thought it was Elizabeth's shoe, and I was like, come on, man, she was making a comeback. She was great for a while. She, she drinks shoe. too much bubbly water and just everybody burst. shoe exploded. All right, she check. drank too much bubbly water. <laughs> check these guys out. Do you think they're related? <laughs> just based off of the photos yeah. here. Do you think these two guys are related? They look hmm. like Prince Harry slash Ed Sheeran. I think. <laughs> I don't know, and they look like yeah, you know that kind of face, but with a little goofier. If, if Prince is Prince uh, Harry, Ed Sheeran, and Sean White had a baby, yeah, all <laughs> together. And they were twins. Okay. We're talking about Brady Feigl, a baseball player for the single A affiliate of the Oakland A's. Stands six foot four, has a signature red beard. But don't mistake him for Brady Feigl, another ball player for the Texas Rangers. Wow. Who stands at six foot four and has a signature red beard. This is like Orphan Black, I think. <laughs> yeah. It's That's like crazy. A, but it's like Orphan Red with the beard. It's an odd scenario, Look not it. just because of the name. The two players look remarkably similar. That's weird. Not to mention the fact it's wildly coincidental that both pursue careers in professional baseball. That's so. Nuts. They were approached by, uh, I think it was Sports Center or some company, to do a DNA test. And they wanted to find out. Oh, it was Inside Edition. They convinced them to take a DNA test, find <laughs> out if they had any relation to each other. It was all kind of in fun, mm-hmm. you know. And the, des- the DNA test concluded that they aren't actually related, but they are both exactly 53% German and a little bit Irish. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't that wild? I would have that is so interesting. more Irish. A little bit Irish. Yeah. Same name, same profession, both 50% or 53% German. Just thought that was huh. wild. Yeah. That's yeah. weird. Yar. You hear that? That's the sound of Mother Nature. She's an uncompromising beast. Think about it. What was the largest mammal in the history of this earth? The blue whale. What did they eat to become the largest beasts on the planet? Krill. That's right. We've harnessed the power of the wild and mysterious krill in our new triple baleen filtered krill reserve lager. We filter our beer in a revolutionary baleen strainer, imitating the way blue whales would eat and process their krill. Yar, this is the same process filters and extracts all of the seaworthy nutrients your body needs. We only harvest the most wild and exotic krill from one of the most deadly seas on the planet, the Black Sea. Yar! So whether you're fishing for barnacles, sailing the seven seas of cheese, or disposing of unwanted trash or bodies in your nearest lake, yar! You need an uncompromising lager made of the same nutrients that fuel the beasts of the sea. Krill Reserve Lager. Triple baleen filtered for maximum krill potency. It's not just delicious, it's krillicious. Yar! Wow. Dude, have you guys seen the new Twilight Zone trailer? No, but um. Not yet. Oh, no, but I have seen the Us trailer and I'm. Jordan Peele is doing some oh good my things. God. Us is. That was awesome. Yeah. Thank you for showing us that. What's, can we go around and tell everybody what your Trip. creepiest Twilight Zone episode is for you? Because oh, okay. I think everybody has a different one. You know, okay. that scares them I will. Sh- I will show. I will share it with you when we watch this. There's a part. No, I can too. Where one of the right? creatures. All, everybody has one. One of the creatures or characters rather comes, makes another appearance here. <gasps> He's check, in it. Check this out. This is going to be on CBS. I love him. All Woody Harrelson. Access. 
multiple famous actors doing. Oh I yeah, think, look at that. What's I, his name from Parks and Rec? Dude, mm, I don't know his Party name, down. but yeah. You see that that little character washing up on the beach? Mm -hmm. That was the one. That scared you? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm gonna love this. I don't remember it. It's like straight out like Black Mirror style. I'm gonna like it. I'm gonna love it. Oh my god. Witness the reimagining. So they're doing the same episodes? No. Wow. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh. Wow. This they're mixing is, it with ooh. like I see like Stephen King imagery happening. There was like man, the kid on the tricycle thing. Well, that guy's creepy. Oh, and he's going to host it like yeah. the old host? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Nicely done, Jordan Peele. Hey, that guy's awesome. The Twilight Zone <gasps> on weed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> on weed. You ever look at a dollar bill? <laughs> on weed. On weed. So my, the creepiest Twilight Zone for me is, this might not be the creepiest one for anybody else, but it's the one where the lady is, like, traveling um, across the the u.s and she's like on a road trip mm -hmm. and this guy keeps trying to flag her down oh. and and she's tripping out because he just keeps appearing like you know she'll yeah. be driving like 30 miles later she'll keep appearing and then she'll stop at a place and she'll keep appearing and it's the, the craziest thing because she finds out that at the end that she died in a car accident and he's death right and he's trying to get her oh. to come with him but she's and she has no idea Twist. she's just yeah. She's driving, and it's like she'll see the same guy, and it just gets creepier and creepier because every time <laughs> she stops, like she'll see this guy, and he's trying to hitch a ride, and right. she takes off. And the whole thing is very macabre because it there's not a whole lot to it. It's just her driving right. and her getting the freaked out. The simplest things yep. are the scariest. Yeah, mm -hmm. the one that scares me the most is the lady who she keeps she's in the hospital, and she keeps having this same dream that she wakes up and knocks over her glass of water. And then she goes down the elevator into the morgue level, and there's a, a nurse there who goes, room for one more. And she opens the door to the morgue, you know? So, like, room for one more dead person, basically. And then she wakes up. And then one morning, this actually happens. She wakes up, and the dream happens. But instead of going to the morgue, she's getting ready to go and get on a plane. And then the stewardess is like, room for one more. Which, which, oh, and, right. wow. and then so the lady doesn't creepy. get on the plane. And then, of course, the plane crashes. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, creepy. You know? creepy. Yeah. Wow. I got goosebumps just thinking about that. You guys are much braver than I because when I would see the Twilight <laughs> Zone coming on, hearing the music, and then, yeah. like, the black yeah. and white spiral, I would turn it. Yeah. yeah. I would be, good. like, so scared and turn it. I loved Twilight Zone, Outer Limits. I loved all that. Yeah. Great. Oh, I loved Outer yeah. Limits and, and all of that <laughs> stuff. But uh, I think I watched one episode like fully and it was like two years ago and it's this man yeah. and he's he's in a room it it takes place in like the 50s mm -hmm. i want to yeah. say mm -hmm. and he's in this room and i don't know if he gets bigger or something he's just like tripping in this room oh so yeah that's all i remember that's crazy that's it cool. and i'm like uh, okay well there there's there's one where a, a coke fueled david crosby <laughs> That's very terrifying. <laughs> He's on the wing of the plane, right? Yeah, exactly. Just that it's one. Just a shot of panning <laughs> into his coke-fueled mustache. Yeah, and it gets further and further until you see there's actually a society yeah. living inside in the there. mustache. 
Yep. Exactly. And they're like, kill me. <laughs> I know, right? What about you, Another Chris? Storm's uh, the, the one, uh, I, I don't know if they're going to be actually reimagining the episode. The one that I'm thinking of is the one where the guy sees the goblin creature on the edge of the plane. Oh, oh yeah. 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 The coke field. David Crosby right. on, the, on the <laughs> Yeah, well, that's from, the 80s, that's from the 80s movie, movie adaptation, It was a right? Coke-fueled David Crosby on yep. the wing of the plane. Yeah. He was trying to get on the, you he know, was on the really runway, bad. didn't want to miss the plane. Yeah, it looked yeah. horrible. Uh, no. But uh, that one, I think they showed the, the little creature in the in the water there after the plane had <laughs> crashed. And I wonder if he, you know, uh, if, if that's part of it. So that was a good one. Oh, I'm excited. Uh, yeah, it's so great. Cool stuff. All right, mm-hmm. so more new series and shows as we talk about Diane Keaton, Adam Devine, Michael Douglas sign up for Green Eggs and Ham, Aww. which is going to be on Netflix. I do not like them, Sam. I am. <laughs> the series is based on Dr. Seuss' famous beloved book. The show will drop in the fall. My um, mom, my mom used to make green eggs and ham for my for Lalo. Yeah, when he was little. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, also, a new series. Amy Poehler is going to be directing a Riot Girl film, not a series. Sorry, Netflix has snagged the rights. Uh, or Amy Poehler has snagged the rights to direct Moxie, which oh, is cool. a Tamara. Tamara Chestna scripted adaptation of the Jennifer Mathau novel. Huh. She will produce through her paper kite banner. Moxie follows the story of a 16-year-old girl who's inspired by her mother's part in a, the punk movement, Riot Girl, and decides to launch her own feminist revolution. Cool. So that sounds, that sounds cool. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, Rocket Man featurette. Check this out. I want to see what you guys thought of this guy a rocket that's playing rock. Elton John. In the new Elton John movie called Rocket Man. Oh, how cute! Rocket Man. Think about playing someone who is so beloved. All we can do is give our heartfelt interpretation of his life. So that's him, Taron Egerton, who's playing uh, Egerton and Tuckles. A young probably know each other. Elton John. <laughs> to me, it looks pretty darn good. Mm. And apparently, he <laughs> sings in the. It's yeah, all, that's his voice. Yeah. Man. So that's cool. Elton wants his own interpretation of his songs. Elton oh, okay. doesn't want to be like a vocal recreation of his own voice. Cool. He wants it to be his own kind of thing, which, right. I, which I think is pretty good. cool. Doesn't that look good? See, mm-hmm. like, yeah, the difference between like this one and the Motley Crue one. This one is all about. You know, a heart and soul, a good story, yeah. not just the craziness. You're right. Cool. But that's going to be that's part what of it, I'm sure. It, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's, that's going to be eventually part of it because he has a huge kind of... What's your favorite John Lennon song? I mean, excuse me, John no. Elton, Elton John. John. <laughs> Man, I don't know. I'm going to go with Bulls on Parade. <laughs> that's a damn good song. I like Crocodile Rock. Ba with the Ba. Yeah. I'm going with yeah, Daniel. Crocodile Rock. Daniel, that's a good one. I like Candle that in the Wind, too. That song makes me cry. Cheesy, yeah, all of those, <laughs> Like right? a candle in the wind. Those are all I like Tiny Dancer, <laughs> yeah, to be honest. That's I mean, so that's good. Just, like, it's such a great like, fucking of, yeah. song, man. It's like so, makes you just, I don't know. It's like it's written so well. It has these like dynamic up, range yeah. to it that's just like so good. Well, wasn't the song Daniel about his brother that died? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm. Every song he made was about somebody who died. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, and, Tiny and Bernie guy? Bernie Taupin was the main the songwriter for yeah. him. That he he's the one who wrote a lot of that, and then he orchestrated all that stuff in his head, which was really cool. Like there was a lot of that going on with like Jerry Garcia and Robert Hunter, 
where Robert Hunter would write the lyrics of these old like Western, you know, like tales and stuff. Yeah, and then they would put their own music and interpret it in their own way and make it. I don't know. It was really cool. Like I, I miss that kind of dynamic of the singer songwriter. Um, mm-hmm. duo that used to be really popular back in the 60s and 70s you know I, I think it was a really yeah. cool way of like melding two different things where it's not just one person thinking of, of both but you're getting input from two different creative sources and collaborating you see yeah, that a lot cool. in Nashville still yeah. to this oh yeah day. that's very true it's a no, lot of singer song and even hip hop oh, to be, to be yeah. fair uh, mm-hmm. there is a lot of collaboration with that uh, it's just a different way I like a Benny and the Jets. Oh, oh that's yeah. a good one. Great track. Benny. Also about somebody who died. Benny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on, some more movie entertainment news. Check out Gerard Way. This this photo was back when he released his first comic book of the Umbrella Academy. So oh, that shows. Good. every. Uh, Daisha and I are going to start watching that it this weekend. It is so good. It, yeah. You're going to finish it? it this weekend. I heard well, it. I heard. Start it and you're going to oh, finish it because it is so good. Us. I heard so it's really, really, really good. another show. It's been the it's, talk of the scene. You have to watch mm-hmm. this one, though. It you came really out. Do. It debuted on February 15th. <laughs> it's praised for its innovation, well-developed characters. It's earned ratings that landed in the top 0.3% of all TV shows. Damn. Which has been, uh, that's that's pretty impressive. And it stems it's, from the mind of My Chemical Romance frontman Gerard Way. Which it's is, so good. Uh, he was talking about this like 15 years ago when he had this idea of creating a group kind of like the X-Men. And uh, there's this video that's circulating right now that someone dug up. Uh, that's this, them on a, He's on a tour bus and he's talking about uh, just like this idea, kind of a basic outline of these characters. He says, do we have a clip? I didn't get the video link, okay. unfortunately. It's a 15-minute long. It's like actually oh. like an hour-long inter- oh, interview video. It, yeah. yeah, and I'd have to like go all the way to the end to get to that part. But he's just kind of randomly talking about things, and that gets uh, thrown out that there. That sounds pretty dope. It I can't wait. It is so, so good. I, yeah, there's the monkey. Wait. Space Boy is like a half ape, half. He had like this accident, and he wakes up later, and he's got like a monkey. Yeah, he says, here's here's the quotes from the interview with Gerard Way. He says, quote, it's kind of like X-Men. This one I'm working on is called Seance. He explains while drawing out one of the first renditions of Klaus. And then he goes on to say, quote, he's a guy who got into an accident and they had to put his head on the body of a gorilla. And he has to wear this apparatus to keep himself alive, kind of like an iron lung. He describes of human and gorilla combo space boy from the tour bus. Oh, yeah. In so, the show, he's not in an iron lung, though. He's just, like, he's very strong. He's got, like, his... Right. There, it's. I, I was telling someone it's almost like the Royal Tenenbaums if they had superpowers because ah. it's, like, they're all, like, really quirky, like, mm-hmm. weird right. family. And they have, like, this... There's, like, another gorilla monkey. I think he's actually a chimpanzee. His name's Pogo. But I think it's, like, a human in there because he talks to them he's, hmm. it's, and they've got like a robot mom it's that sounds cool oh, I can't really wait. fucking good I can't wait yeah. I hate superhero shit and like Marvel right. comics so and I really like this it's yeah. really good well then that says a lot I, it's so, so good make sure you guys check it out it's out now on Netflix um, on the Umbrella Academy You're right mm-hmm. Netflix pay us <laughs> I know, I know. Right? <laughs> pay us Netflix well Ellen Page is just amazing <laughs> she's such a good actress yeah, I mean, and it says Mary J. Blige is in it she plays yeah, Cha Cha yeah she's in the trailer for nice. it nice this whole mm-hmm. movie or the whole show is gonna be all Halloween I bet like the costume oh, Hazel, yeah. Hazel and Cha Cha this year. Yeah, yeah, big, I can see big that. duo. <clears throat> All right, so no movies out in theaters today. No new national movie oh. releases this weekend. Same as last All weekend. Right. Kind of unusual. So uh, there you go. What about for the porn industry? <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I don't know on that one. <laughs> I'm, I've been tracking that. Valentine's <laughs> Day must have been. 
something, right? Yeah. <laughs> in in Diana Jones. No, it was. It was that romantic <laughs> comedy with uh, Rebel Wilson. Oh, Schindler's oh, Fist. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> That's right. so terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. That that is terrible. Is it looks terrible. funny. It's like a scary movie <laughs> version of like a romantic comedy. Yeah, she gets trapped in parody. Uh, she gets trapped in it or something, something akin to Groundhog's Day type of deal. Mm-hmm. Or something that looks like good. That, that yeah. looks good. Yeah, we were we were actually debating that watching that the other night too. Like we had a a bunch of different things we were gonna we were gonna watch. And that scary movie too. It's called. Um, the Sun or Prodigy or what? The what Prodigy. Was yeah, the Prodigy. I think mm. something like that. Yeah, the Sun who, who the mom thinks he's possessed or something like that. Oh. That came out last week too. So that's just for oh. life. I think everyone thinks their kids are possessed at some <laughs> point, <laughs> and like some parent just couldn't sleep, and so they just wrote that. That's a parent. Mm. You're like scared of your own child. Yeah. Like, what are they? What are they going to do? They have to be there. Paimon. <laughs> oh, uh, I know, right? All right. So news from around the world: some sad stuff and some crazy stuff to report, but. These are the big headlines I thought just worth mentioning. 70 killed by fire in Bangladesh's capital. Ooh. At least 70 people were killed and 50 injured with critical burns and a fire that broke out on Wednesday in the centuries-old area of Bangladesh's capital city, Dhaka. The fire took place in a shopping district where buildings are closely packed together, which allowed the fire to spread quickly. Uh, it was brought under control, but you could see the devastation there from the photo. Uh, it's pretty crazy. So, mm. um, Also, this was very crazy as a mm. coast guard lieutenant domestic terrorist had a hit list of democrats and media figures he was arrested wow. and charged with stockpiling weapons and drugs being described as a domestic terrorist he's a coast guard lieutenant christopher paul hansen or hassan i guess he was quote planning to murder innocent civilians on a scale ra- rarely seen in this country according to court documents filed in u.s district court in maryland Jeez. on tuesday He's a self-described white nationalist living in Silver Springs, Maryland. He had amassed firearms since 2017, cultivating plans to launch a widespread attack on Democratic lawmakers, including House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and several high-profile television anchors from MSNBC and CNN. That's what happens when you have a president who goes out and declares the media the enemy of the people. Right. Then fucking crazy-ass people like him who take his word, like, okay, well, then I'm going to go fucking kill all these enemies of the people. There needs to be retribution against SNL. That's directly Trump's fault, like, all of that. That's bullshit. So he went on a (laughs) weapons spree in the recent years, collecting 15 firearms, okay. <laughs> more than a thousand rounds of mixed ammunition, all of which were confiscated. You can see the photo there. Look at that that stash of... What's in this other photo? Look at this like thing on his chest. What is that? He's got like a weird boob. Like a man boob? <laughs> He's got a large nipple. <laughs> or like his something yeah, very under, large very nipple. Large. Yeah, like, or it could be something underneath his doing? shirt. Yeah, I don't know. something under the shirt. He wanted to it's go weird. down and be like the most notorious like, you know, hitman like ever. <laughs> but he's going to go down as being the largest, having the largest man nipple. He's holding like, <laughs> a, like a shoe mankind. ball or something under there. That um, looks weird. He's man. been working at the U.S. What Coast Guard headquarters in Washington, D.C. since 2016. He was an active duty member at the time he was arrested. Prior to that, he served in the U.S. Marine Corps from 1988 to 93, after which he joined the National Army Guard for about two years. So, Let me just put this out here to our listeners. I, I love you all, but if you plan on killing like a lot of innocent people to get your message to, then you're just a dick. <laughs> just, just a dick. 
It's a real dick move. It's a real dick move. <laughs> yeah. I love that you're like trying not to alienate your terrorist listeners out there. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want our li- I don't want our our, our listener account to go down. Our listeners are terrorists. We just want to make sure. Just make sure. <laughs> listen, don't do it. Don't that's offended. like that's like Dahlia's message to like you know first time drug users. Just don't do it. Just don't don't inflict exactly. death on a massive scale. Just don't do it. And also, don't lie about shit and supposedly create a false police report. Oh yeah. As this guy Jesse Smollett Jesse? is officially charged for filing a false police report in Chicago. Uh, Chicago police spokesman Anthony Guglielmi, I don't know, tweeted mm-hmm. on Wednesday that the Empire Star is being charged with a Class Four felony, yeah. and that detectives presented evidence before a Cook County grand jury. Uh, meanwhile, late in Wednesday, they found a video that allegedly shows uh, the attackers Ola and Abel Osundario buy ski masks, gloves, red hats, and other gear reportedly used in the stage attack. Police sources say that the pair bought the items at his direction. If he's charged, he can face one to three years in prison. Oh, what a dick. That's, that's people, a dick move, too. People have been speculating that Smollett did this to get more airtime on his TV series, Empire. They allege that he sent the threatening letter to himself to his place of business, and when that didn't get the reaction he wanted, he decided to stage the attack on himself to create a media buzz and increase his screen time in response. Well, the, the sick part you haven't stated was that he stated that he was... Um, no, we all know what he says happened to him. He was by beat non- up. Not by Nazis or KKK. No, I actually no. don't even know what happened. No, what? Matt, he said he was. He said they were chanting MAGA. No, what what had yeah, happened? And then okay. he woke up hold with on. a noose around his head. Right, hold on. Let's. It, he supposedly was attacked by two men in the street that threw bleach on his face, oh. beat him up, and they supposedly were saying, this is MAGA country mm-hmm. and all this stuff, right? So people were reporting, oh, my God, this is crazy that this guy was beat up and they were yelling homophobic slurs at him and threw ble- bleach on his face and then these people were uh, MAGA supporters. Did he you have know? them throw real bleach? Well, I don't know. Oh and my God. There's a bunch of holes in the story and now he's being charged with um, It landed perfectly on his teeth. Filing <laughs> a, a police report. A false police that report. That just makes people look You know, like, that just gives that side to some kind of fuel. Exactly. Like, it look does. at these crazy exactly. leftist like, liberal guy doing this Yeah, this look, stunt. you guys are just as bad or... Allegedly, just to get more airtime. Right? Allegedly. Yeah. Such I mean, garbage. The, we'll, we'll see what happens. He hasn't admitted to it himself yet, uh, but we will see what happens with that. So, Come on. Come moving on. on. Pink Floyd, Roger Waters slams the Venezuela Border Aid concert. Have you guys heard about this Border Aid concert they're doing? No. They're comparing it to Live Aid. They're, it's a style concert, Live Aid style concert to raise funds for humanitarian aid for Venezuela. Calling the event... Well, this is Roger Waters saying that it's a U.S.-backed effort to tarnish the socialist government in a video circulating on Tuesday. Roger Waters, uh, of course, the group's principal songwriter, says the U.S. is attempting to paint a false picture of Venezuela to justify regime change. According to Roger Waters, to date there was, quote, no mayhem, no murder, no apparent dictatorship in Venezuela, he said, despite even government data putting the homicide rate among the world's highest. He went on to say, do we really want Venezuela in turn to another Iraq or Syria or Libya. I don't, and neither do the Venezuelan people. This is not the first time, of course, he's weighed into South American politics. He's uh, been, you know, very active in all this stuff. Um, Yeah, if you ever go to one of his shows, he's very active. It's so funny when people are like, just shut up and play your guitar, you know? And it's Mm -hmm. like, if you're a real fan of Pink Floyd, you know that Roger Waters has always been that way. Does he, like, live there or something? No, he just... 
you know. He's he's weighed in South American politics before. During a concert in Brazil ahead of a presidential election there, Water, Water spoke out against the right-wing candidate Jair Bolsonaro, who is now president. It seems like, you know, he didn't want to play a show in Israel because they were uh, attacking the Palestinian people. He does things like that where he kind of weighs mm-hmm. in and uses his, you know, maybe he was on tour in South America and decided mm-hmm. to not play there and kind of weigh in on the situation. So there you go. Just wanted to <laughs> let you guys know about this. All right. New, more news from around the world. Australian drivers to get emoji license plates. Aw, that's cool. What do you guys think about that? Is that <laughs> Would you be into something like that or is that kind of stupid? No, uh, stupid. Yeah, I wouldn't. If I didn't have to pay for it, maybe. It's got like five letters and then an emoji logo on the right. I yeah. feel like, you know, I wouldn't be able to commit <laughs> to one emotion while driving. I experience a range of emotions while driving. <laughs> right. From pissed off to happy-go-lucky, you know? I mean, complete rage to... I just want to know <laughs> what it's chill. like. I just want to know what it's like for a car chase when the police officer has to call that in and be like, we got a white sedan driving at 90 miles an hour, license plate, I-F-O-N-3, smiley face with heart. Yeah. Hard eyes. Hard eyes. That's... Yeah, that, how, do copy you, that. how do you document yeah. that? You we know? got a wink face, XM, <laughs> M46. All right. Uh, moving on to the interesting headline. I thought this was interesting. Cooking roast dinner produces air pollution as bad as heavily pot- polluted cities. A new what? study is revealed. Oh. I know. That's what I said. That's a very ambiguous dinner. Charred right. meat. So here's the deal. The act <laughs> roast of roasting dinner. and boiling meat, potatoes, and vegetables pushes particulates in the air up to 13 times the levels recorded on the filthy streets of central London. Oh. Hmm. Even making a piece of toast can briefly cause pollution spikes that exceed safe levels set by health authorities. While their levels, or excuse me, while their effects are short-lived, scientists are concerned by the health impact scraps of burned food, chemical from gas stoves, and droplets of hot oil are having in kitchens worldwide. This comes from a new pioneering study that for the first time has traced the full extent of indoor air pollution in a conventional home. Mm. So in the UK alone where they did this study, tiny particulates are known as PM2.5s, and they contribute to around 30,000 early deaths a year. Wow. However... While pollution on city streets and many workplaces is strictly regulated, of course, indoor air pollution tends to be overlooked. Hmm. So, this uh, Dr. Marina Vance was part of a team decided to rectify the problem by creating a purpose-built house in Texas to comprehensively monitor this hidden threat. So they set up this house. Part of the project, scientists spent a day cooking a Thanksgiving dinner, as well as other common meals, including a full English breakfast and a stir-fry. Yum. Mm-hmm. So they used a complicated array of equipment, watched as pollutant levels crept up while the Brussels sprouts and turkey, turkey sizzled in the oven. For over eight hours, PM 2.5 levels were above 10 micrograms per cubic meter, peaking at over 200 micrograms per cubic meter for nearly an hour. And they said this com- uh, compares to a very polluted city. Wow. In London, the average for the year is around 15 micrograms per cubic meter, while in heavy polluted cities like Delhi, they tend to number in the hundreds. So they say it's a known fact that cooking emits particles, other pollutants, but the sheer levels they were able to reach in the study were surprising. Hmm. The deli. So buy yeah. more processed foods. Deli. Well, and speaking of that, <laughs> check this out. I-, I thought this was a good segue for this. As Jack in the Box is testing burger dippers. Nuh-uh, oh, nuh-uh, nuh-uh, no. The burger no, no. you eat like a fry. Oh, man. Oh. Look at that. <laughs> so it's like big four oh, like fried sticks that look like French or uh, French toast sticks. Looks gross. So it's a hamburger in French fry form. And these are in Davis, California right now. They say it, they, they say it tastes like, quote, 
They literally put a whole burger in a blender and then deep oh. fried it. Oh, yeah, that because that sounds wonderful. Because, like, what is there, like, tomatoes <laughs> and, yeah. and lettuce in there, too? And I pickles? have no idea. I mean, it's part of the new Jack's Munchie meal that includes a junior double jack, oh. two tacos, curly fries, and burger dippers. That wow. is like rock bottom. <laughs> wow. It's the samosa that had a heroin overdose. They're there like, Burger King does chicken fries. It's the We're going to do burger fries. Oh, yeah. The samosa's junky cousin. It's the burger that fry. That is super grody. Yeah. Wow. Well, speaking nuts. of grody and, and funky, <laughs> you, you kill, kill it, it, you grill, grill it. it. New yeah. California bill would let drivers legally eat roadkill. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Okay. This oh, is God. actually happening. Thank you. On one Finally. level, though, like I mean, if you hit like a large animal and you're a hunter and you know how to handle that, then you should. That's be able really to, what it's for. It's not kind like of a eating funny... a dead possum, but like you know, a deer. <laughs> right. Yeah, if you eat venison, you don't want it to go to waste. Does this include the trickiest game of all? human being man <laughs> okay so check it out <laughs> it's senate bill 395 sponsored by senator bob J. Uh, whatever uh it would amend Archuleta. state law as well as the fishing <laughs> game code to allow drivers of vehicles that fatally strike an animal to retroactively active apply for a wildlife salvage permit at no cost oh, within 24 yeah. hours of the collision uh this translates into hundred thousand pounds of healthy meat that could be utilized to feed those in need yeah the bill specifically applies to deer elk and antelope and wild pigs it does not cover any animal protected by the california endangered species act oh, thank goodness mm. oh i wanted to eat some bodies. or all the cats on m street that i see <laughs> yeah, I, know. I know right <laughs> gimme 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 i called the animal control a few times already because there's literally like every morning on m street there's just carnage well just, don't just take that. that's like a disney movie that's what's going on <laughs> on there. I know. <laughs> so we are the cats of M Street. They have the song and everything. <laughs> well, there's cats, there's birds, there'll be different things smashed. When you're a cat, you're a cat all the way. <laughs> a cat on M Street is what we say. <laughs> so come with to us your, today. To your first kibble bit, to your last dying day. <laughs> oh, man. And that song was brought to you by Crow's Milk. <laughs> Crow Milk of course, is the protein-based milk uh, dairy product made with the eggs of crows, which we all know the eggs of crows are some of the most fortified eggs in the bird kingdom. Charles, you know from harvesting crow's eggs uh, yourself. <laughs> oh, absolutely. The, the fortification and benefits of these crow's eggs. Yeah. Sometimes you can just crack one open in your mouth and get the raw nutrients like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But crow's milk does so much more. It, it not Helps only with inflammation. It, it it not only harnesses yeah. the power of the crow egg, but it it <laughs> blends it up in dairy based product that is just uh, second to mm -hmm. none. You know, and it truly gives you that. It truly gives you that that scavenger chest. Like it, <laughs> it really it makes you. It you makes know. you have the mindset of a crow. You can see those crows on the street where you're yeah. driving your car, <laughs> and they don't move out of the way. Yeah. Because they're fucking jacked up on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you could be the same way. You know, you could just have that I don't give a fuck mentality yeah. on crow milk. Yeah, exactly. Crow, yeah, crow milk. Drink it. <laughs> Drink it and, and be one with, with your own, um, with your karma. Harness the power of the crow. Harness the power of the crow. Crow milk. So. Thank you, crow milk. <laughs> That's right. Crow's milk. <clears throat> the only triple, uh, well, no. Krill, Krill Reserve is triple Bailey and filtered. Yeah. But crow's milk is made from the eggs of crows. So. Mm-hmm. 
which are the most fortifying eggs in the animal kingdom. There are um, for that. thousands of crows that live over by the grocery outlet. If you need more oh, yeah? crow's milk, I have a source. All right. Every you night. See them? We're on it. I'm not We're kidding. There are Thank thousands you, of them. Somebody finally. <laughs> it's like a cloud of crows. A it's murder. A murder like, of crows. Yeah. Oh, they just keep coming and coming for like 20 minutes, and they sit in the trees and shit all over that it's parking lot. They're all jacked up on crow's milk. And like Cardenas and Grocery Outlet right there. Okay, guys, check well, out each one phone. is saying winter is coming. Yeah. Like li- every single <laughs> one, and they're producing it. Saw that, Carmen. It's bizarre. Yeah. Look at this new phone. It doesn't go that way. So on the outside of the phone, it's got a screen on the outside, and mm-hmm. then it opens up it opens in the up. middle. I've seen. That. Oh yeah, I've seen Ooh, this. Mm-hmm. It is uh, the um, the new one from the Galaxy. It's called the Galaxy Fold. Mm-hmm. Guess how much it costs. Oh man. I'm um, gonna go with fifteen hundred. I'm okay. guessing I'm not gonna be buying one anytime mm-hmm. soon. What do you think? Fifteen hundred he says. It's called the Caitlyn Jenner of phones. All right. Money. I don't know why I the said Ka- that. Caitlyn there's no Caitlyn Jenner. Is I there? don't know why I said that. Oh there is Caitlyn. <laughs> yeah, Caitlyn <laughs> is uh Bruce it goes Jenner. Both ways. <laughs> it goes Caitlin's <laughs> Bruce, I forgot. I get maybe it. that's why. Maybe that's why. That went totally over my head. <laughs> two thousand dollars. <laughs> two thousand dollars. Oh, Two thousand dollars. Yep. You better wear a lot of different colored handkerchiefs in your pockets for that one. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Mm-hmm. And that's it for us this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Garage Rock Show podcast. Of course, always give us a follow and a like on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash garage rock show podcast. Thanks guys for tuning in this week. We'll see you next week. Peace. I love you, mama. By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at the garage